0: Hello everyone, my name is Noah Nichols. This is episode zero, Billy Corgan zero shirt of Right Strife. And uh, we are going to be talking with uh, Kevin Massing, uh, alongside myself. Hello. <laughs> there you go. Of, uh, about the process of uh, writing um, in and of itself, basically. And uh, we're just gonna go on a little journey together here and uh, try to see how we do things uh, with our stories, with our storytelling. So, Kevin,
1: yeah. introduce yourself. Yeah, so I I guess we would start really from the beginning, right? Yes. We're going to attack this. The from process, when you started. You start at the beginning. So um, it, I don't know how it works for you, but for me, a lot of times it comes from music listening to a song and just sort of pace my room a little bit kind of close my eyes I, I don't leave many things on my floor in my room so that way I can just kind of walk around freely with my eyes closed and sort of daydream yeah and sometimes it comes in just the form of one scene that I then write a story around and other times it feels like it's the trailer of a movie and I'm seeing a bunch of different things happening I have different characters in place and you know, a it lot really of...
0: paints the visuals. Yeah, and then the, the yeah. visuals
1: come, and then I have just a notebook laying out, and I'll, I'll stop for a second, usually pause the song, write the thought out. Yeah, and go from there. Other times, it's pulled from the, the news, but that it, for me, I would say my most consistent form of coming up with new information is if or a new new topic for a story is um, I think about. Sometimes it's it's predetermined a little bit to where I I know what I want to get. You know, I kind of have an idea for the story that I want. Yeah, you have like four points. Yeah, I have an idea, and then I try to frame that idea. I I, I pick a song that I kind of get into, and then I just kind of drift away for a minute into La La Land, and then I come back with an idea. So for me, that's usually step one, which will make this interesting because as we go through this. I know our goal, our goal is to co-author a story yes. throughout this series, whether it be just one short story or whatever Or a it whole goes. novel. Yeah, and just in uh, that way we can use that sort of as an example while we go. Uh, so that's my process. We probably won't be able to do that, which means I'm up for yeah. a challenge right off Jump Street. We kind of have to, like adhere to each other's
0: styles but then kind of like make our own self we co-author a thing yeah i can't like, just you you know, disappear
1: to, for eight minutes while yeah. you talk to people and i just yeah you know throw some headphones on and nerd out
0: so when as much
1: as i'd love to
0: um before we get to me and my process i'd like to ask you specifically about do you focus on word count or like like when you when you focus on a day of writing you're like i need to hit a thousand words or else it's it's all for naught. it's 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 fucking worthless. Or do you go whatever comes out, that's fine, and I can salvage whatever later.
1: Um, and there are two things I don't ever care about until it's deadline time, and that is word count and title. Okay. I, I don't. Those are things I think that are ways that you sort of create roadblock for yourself. Yes. Um, you can really put yourself in writer's block if another thing, character names. I have been known to change character names throughout drafts because I will I refuse to let myself get bogged down by it. So if I'm struggling to come up with a character's name, I will think of something random, just throw it in there and just move on. And then when I have the story finally out of my brain and it stops giving me a headache, then I can go back and be like, Okay, well I don't like what I named this dude, so let me go back and find it. And you know, if you're if you're going to self edit or if you're going to hire an editor, they're going to catch any time you know what I mean? If you miss, yeah. if you misspell the name or whatever, it's you're gonna be stopped. You should, you yeah. should catch it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are a couple of things. I just, I refuse to let them bog me down and, and get in the way. You have enough things in the world that can give you writer's block. So don't do it to yourself. Yeah. Um, working titles are fine, stuff like that. So I don't. And word count, like for instance, we were talking the other day about, actually not the other day, it was, it was earlier today. Um, just recently. Just recently. <laughs> Uh, about a story, and you had asked me if I had published it onto 500 Words or Less, and I told yeah. you that I, orig- I originally wrote it for 500 Words or Less. Or I, I think, got stuck.
0: Are they called... I think it's
1: fewer than 500. Okay, fewer than 500. Yeah, but yeah, we, should, we should get that's that. That's somebody to right. check that yeah, out. Somebody Google that. Um, yeah. but
0: It's a good site, though. Yeah, good it's story. a great place to
1: get some work published, but I... Stopped working on that and it yeah. left it alone for a long time until we came up with the uh, bad dinner guest site and We needed more material for the blog and I thought well uh, This is going to be longer than 500 words, so why don't I just finish it and post it where? Whatever there are no requirements for me to can just post it on my own site and get it out there, right? I mean uh, well your imagination
0: in general should be um, unlimited so to box yourself in, if, if you come in with an idea of, well, I'm going to write this story and it has to be under 500, well, you're you're kind of pigeonholing yourself into something that's unnecessary. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have more to tell your story, that's how it should be. Yeah, you
1: could be setting yourself up to fail for really no good yeah. reason. And, and that's a thing that can discourage somebody, especially when they're first starting to write. Um, you don't give yourself any reason to want to give up, so why say... And why even set a limit of saying, well, I'm going to write at least 500 words today. Why do that? When you get to a certain point and you're confident enough, you know, then start setting those kind of goals for yourself. But early on, just kind of take what comes honestly and just work on it. And one of the things that I do once I've started the first draft is because I haven't written a novel, like say you have, um, when I sit down to write, whatever I'm going to add today, whatever content I'm going to add before I get to it, I, I reread everything I've already done. So my first draft essentially by the time you've seen it is really like a fifth or sixth draft because every time I've sat down to work on that draft, I've edited it up until I start. Yeah. Um, yep. and that way it doesn't take you a year to get through a project, you know, Yeah. I mean, self editing my... is essential. But yeah, it, I find it a lot easier just to do it as you go rather than, um, to sit down and then try to, Sit down and re-edit your entire novel or, or right. piece from the beginning.
0: Well, like um, like you mentioned, you know the novel of mine. Like I didn't when I when I started NoNet, I didn't say like I'm going to write a certain set amount of words and and I want it to be a certain amount of pages. I just wanted to tell the story that I wanted to tell and whatever it would turn into, so be it. And it ended up being almost I think around ninety five thousand uh, words and just under four hundred pages and that was fine and well after well, before editing there was more than that but you know basically you you if you, yeah if you if you box yourself into something i mean that's that's limiting yourself and that's unnecessary to me i mean i don't think that that's i people get so weird about their control like people want to control their own mind and their the way that they go about things and i don't understand why people get so hung up on that um, they should just be a lot more free-form, while having a set plan, as you know, your ideas, your bullet points, but, right. yeah, it's just, I, I guess that's a mystery I I don't think I'll ever solve on people's uh, psyche.
1: Right. So, you're <coughs> up then now, because I've <laughs> expanded <battered> my, my <coughs> extremely odd uh so, creation. So basically
0: so. in closing with you is you, you do more of like a, a stick and you know, stick and move kind of thing, jab if if you have you know, you don't get weirded out by word counts, just when it comes to you and the music, you do it.
1: Yeah, well can. that's that's where the idea usually comes from. And then yeah, as far as that word count or any of that starting up stuff, whatever I get, I get there are, for me, there are two modes of writing. There is when you're in sort of concept mode where you're just coming up with ideas. Yeah. And then there's when you're following through with an idea and trying to to look at the, the finer points and, and focus on the details of it and actually put the pieces together. And I think you really, it's two different states of mind for each task because um, I... And that's just maybe, that's just how I've chosen to operate with it. You know, when I'm um, sitting there, for instance, I'll be sitting down when I'm working on a story. I won't do this. You know, I might take a break and listen to some music. Yeah. But when I'm actually writing, there's no music that I'm listening to. I find that it distracts me and it can set the tone for what I'm doing. Yeah. And affect the words that come out. So I don't really do it that much. Uh, But when it comes to, the start, I think it's great just to listen to a bunch of different music and jot down a bunch of different ideas and then sit down and have a snack and look, read over your notes and see which one you want to pursue. It's impossible for me to write without listening to some type of music. I mean,
0: it's just, just in silence writing your story. I don't know. Like to me, that's for the birds. You know, like, I love just, and, and I like to listen to a lot of like post rock or instrumental or ambient stuff sometimes too. Because I find like when I listen to uh, music with a lot of lyrics, that distracts me for whatever reason while I'm doing stuff. Yeah. So I love instrumental because it kind of, you can, you know, there's so so much good instrumental music out there, there that is. you could listen to an album and just get whisked away and it, like, you know, like and love it, but it doesn't distract you from. Being in your own world of you know what you're writing about, so that's what I love to do, and uh, yeah, I guess I'm up. So yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna take it. Walk me through your process. Well, as you know, like um, I I have been really kind of firing at all cylinders. I have I have NoNet, which is my first novel, that came out in late January, I believe January 29th of this year, um. And my second novel is about to come out Wednesday, July 20th. And it's, it's called Cat Incarcerated. Um, and I also have, with my editor, with, uh, with Tamara Beach, we have made a book called Strands of Sand. And that is, that's kind of, it's done and it's ready. We're just waiting on word from Kindle Scout and see if we're picked up. And if we're not, then we're going to probably uh, send it to agents and see what happens. But uh, basically, um, so I started not even a year and a half ago or so. And uh, so now under my belt, I have two novels, essentially, and then the one co-authored with uh, Tamara. And uh, it's because when I get into it, I get really into it. Uh, like on weekends that I'm free, I'll go to my 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 operations is a little different than some. I mean, I I haven't seen a lot of others that have done it. I mean, I go to a library and I'll just sit there and I'll either go in a study room with my laptop or I'll go on one of the computer terminals um, and I'll just write for like five six hours straight and I will turn off my phone. I will get. Really into it, and sure. then people get upset. They'll, I'll turn back. I'll turn my phone back on, and and they'll say, "Where are you? What's going on? Why aren't you answering this text?" Or you know, they act like it's so urgent if something like they need to know something. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely. know what I mean? And uh, yeah, so so I, I like to go on the computer terminal, even though I have a laptop or I could just stay at home or whatever. But I like to go on the computer terminal there because they usually give you like five or six hours of the time limit and there's a countdown. So mentally that mm. gives me a mode where it's right on the screen where I'm like, Oh fuck, I have to write. And I just, you know, I don't distract myself from Facebook, uh, Goodreads, anything, Twitter. I, I go straight up in to the world. I, I use, um, what I use is Novler, and Novler is a great writing program. It's N O V L R. And it's a really clean program. It actually it costs money per month, like nine bucks or something. Um, but I got in on a lifetime membership when they were offering it for like a hundred dollars to just have it for free or for your whole lifetime. And oh, wow. uh, I wrote all of Captain and right in there. It shows your um, your stats every day, on what you average, okay. um, everything. You can do it offline and online. Um, it's really cool. I'll have to show that to you sometime. Um, you can try a trial out for it, and it's really cool. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I keep it going. I keep it moving, and I don't. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of friends of mine, like they'll write their first novel and they'll stay with it. They'll they'll be married to it for like four to five years, and and then when it comes out, they'll say, "Well, I worked so long on this." And then they get devastated if it fails. Like, well, I put my heart and soul into this. See, I'm on a different. I have a self-imposed rule where I don't spend over a year on one project. Yeah. Because if I do, I mean, oh my God, like I I worked on No Net, um, like nine months. I would say the whole process, and I felt like I lived with it forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, but then, but then again, the people that work on books for four to five years, they're they're. They're jabbing on it and then they're ducking out for a while, for months. See, with No Net, I started May 23rd to October 23rd, and every day I did it obsessively until it was fucking
1: done. Right, and that's yeah. and that's a different process because yeah. there have been projects that I've worked on where I feel that they have benefited from me taking two or three months where I worked on something else and then I came clear your to read, mind. Reddit had a different perspective on life at that point. Yep, and you know could see some of the weaknesses and see some points where it's like, oh, well you just kind of wrote that based on the mindset you were in. That's not really a message you'd like to send out there. Yeah. Uh, Stuff like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, So it just, it really kind of
1: depends on it. it can work both ways for you. I know. uh,
0: Yeah. Everybody is different. Yeah. And there's no right or wrong way. There really isn't.
1: I for one prefer to be working on multiple projects at a time because if should I get into writer's block with any one project? I like there to be other options. Like, okay, well I'm stuck on this let me see if i can't rather than wait rather than waste the next 40 minutes spinning my my fingers while i try to come up with an idea that's not going to come so i'm trying too hard why don't i just focus my energy elsewhere and see if i can't be productive with the time
0: yeah you're you're trying to avoid like getting stuck at a
1: dead end yeah with one project pretty much but yeah it's always good to impose deadlines you know yeah and the great thing sort of prioritize how you have that
0: rotation. Yeah, and the great thing about writing and novels or short stories is um, you can like in real life like if somebody, if you're in a conversation with them, if it's an argument whether it's that or whatever um, you know, sometimes you leave it and you're like, oh shit, I should have said this but I could never get that time back at least yeah. with a project, with a novel or whatever, you can always it is it is a conversation that you can revisit you can travel back in time to You know what I mean? And that's what I love about it, because there were things in NoNet where I'd be like, well, I should wrap this into a lot because there's a lot of interconnecting. And uh, before I released it, you know, I actually did an add-in of like (laughs) uh, Tamara and I, we we killed out like four or 5,000 words, but then the add-ins that I implemented into it was like 3,500 or something, and so you killed out all those words, but then you drop in more and then you hone it. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's just really interesting. But uh, And a lot of people don't – I've noticed a lot of friends and just fellow writers that I know that they don't – they find excuses not to put it out or take the next big step, I think, because it does take a lot of courage to put yourself out there on Amazon and stuff because when you're out there, anybody can say anything about my, my book. You know, believe me, there have been things yeah. that have been infuriating him, like, you know, fucker, yes, text messaging does exist, like, yeah. in a world without the internet, you right. know, like, but you can't respond to them because it's deemed unprofessional, but you want to slap the shit out of them.
1: Yeah, I I have you know. uh, mixed feelings on critics. I, I personally don't really care what anyone should have to say. Now, that being said, I've written some stories where the the feedback I've gotten in general has been, well, that story was really depressing Mm -hmm. and that sort of makes me feel bad because while on one end, my goal is as long as I made you feel something and you felt it strongly enough to respond to me in any way, then I win because you did some thinking, you know, you did uh, your job. Yeah, I did my job. You felt something. Maybe I didn't intend for you to feel happy, but there are times when I don't intend to depress people. And I get to respond back like that was that was a really depressing story, man. It's Friday night. Why'd you ask me to read that on yes. Friday night? And then I'm, that's when I start to feel a little bad. And then I consider, well, is there a way for me to re-edit this and make it more entertaining, and make it as entertaining and still get my message across and not have people like you know say I peed in their Cheerios? But then I I always <laughs> fight that urge and say like you know no I I didn't I wrote this for me here. The message I wanted to get across.
0: Well you should have two main goals as a writer and and if you accomplish them then I mean you've made it in my opinion and that's number one is what you said, you know, get your point across or someone takes something from it and learns something or feels something. And number two should be uh don't be fucking boring. Don't be dull and mundane and like just do like you know like <laughs> you know like johnny went over there and then he opened the door and then he lives on this street and already you've lost the person like who gives a shit? Yeah. like you have to have a way to color your words or intrigue like like your short story um coming to terms it built like a snowball up the hill you know they rolled and it just it it built up into an avalanche of like a big lesson of a cautionary tale in my eyes um that made you think well after you were done with it. And uh, that's the style that I love, too, to do. Like, like um, the one thing is, is uh, all, you know, the the small minority of people that have disliked uh, the novel NoNet is, yeah, they've, they've talked shit about it and, and they're not happy that it wasn't answered. Like, the big mystery why the internet was out, um, which will be answered in the sequel coming up, but um, they never once said it was boring. And uh, you know what? Honestly, I would rather have a, a one-star review.
1: Ah, We've got some fans. Yeah, some fans of the dogs. Fan drive-by.
0: I would rather have a, some one-star reviews where, you know, they get very pretentious about word choices and font use rather than one line of just a one-star of a person going, this book was just fucking boring.
1: Well, see, and there's where I sort of, uh maybe split away from you a little bit okay. ideologically there because I don't give a shit. You don't give a what shit what they, they say at is. all because that's great for them to have that opinion. I have had that opinion about many things. Don't get me started on Michael Bay movies. I will <laughs> become a very different person talking about him. So you mean like the there,
0: aspect, the there, boring
1: no just in general like okay. if if you don't like it then you don't like it that's okay. no the, oh so that's forth. their opinion yes. yeah of course. So, and, and for me it's like uh i've come to terms with the, the the idea that a lot of the things i might want to come across won't be understood so with that will come a lot of anger and like this is stupid it doesn't make any sense and and then there also is the human aspect of not everything that I write is going to be good. I'm going to want right. to think that it's good. And also,
0: people don't get your story. They don't live in your brain. They don't know what you were meaning to really get
1: across. Right. Sometimes. So the idea, I sort of treat writing like therapy, where I don't want to see a psychologist and talk through my problems. So I like to write fiction about issues or thoughts that I have about things in the world. And just like yeah. to put you in... Random what-if scenarios to kind of make you think about things that you might not naturally think about um, Just yeah. because I think that it's asking yourself random questions like that help gain some experience because uh-huh. We we tend to only see things from our own perspective. So perspective is it is a big thought behind Yeah, what it is that I'm what it is that I'm trying to do and so with that in mind, maybe we should try to brainstorm you know we'll both be sort of out of our element here but yeah if we're going to work through an example of the process we should probably start with trying to brainstorm some ideas so you actually have co-authored before yes and i haven't done it in this sense i've worked on scripts with multiple writers before but that's sort of different it's you take this scene, you take this scene, and then later one of us edits it and makes it all uniform. Are you so, wanting
0: to know like how to go about like doing a project? No, I, I'm
1: wanting to start a project right like now. Like right now to right do now, a story. I want to spitball right now oh, wow. to get, get at least a couple ideas out. We'll, by that way, when we start the next one, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll have some ideas to work with. Hopefully we'll have some feedback. If at the very least you and I will have ideas in our head to start. And if we're going to make this an introduction, sort of an example of what we're trying to do, mm-hmm. I thought, what better way than to have a small sample Drop of us trying to do it? Okay. Um, and what better way than to do it when we're off guard? And yes, I have, have no go, idea. I'm like, no I'm like frantically
0: right? trying to figure out this right story So, right
1: well, I can see, and that's part <laughs> of it. You know, if, occasionally you might have an opportunity thrown your way, and you might just be, frantically trying to come up with. So you find out about a competition and you're like, man, I'd really like to enter a short into that that. Comp- that happens to me all the time in the film world. Yeah. Oh man, the, you know, this short horror film festival's coming up in two months. We yeah. don't have any idea for it, but we'd love to enter it. So let's come up with a script from scratch. And so, you know, I guess I would start with things that we have in common. So I would imagine that any, you know, we because you have your major things that you need to figure out to start a story like the time the setting which is yes. essentially be one and the same the overall message which i think is what we will work our way to by kind of putting some of the other pieces together yeah um, like uh whether
0: you want to do it modern times futuristic
1: or right so i imagined ours would be probably in the future because i have already yes. done some things in the future <laughs> most of my work is set in the future yes um, but yeah. not too
0: far into the future more so people can
1: it's more like alternate yeah. more like parallel futures like yeah. it's not it's not far away but it's also not necessarily all the same plane. like big
0: what-ifs
1: yeah yes e- exactly so I mean what what sort of what would interest you right now like let's say for instance I don't really feel like writing a spy thriller you know, maybe we can even <laughs> go backwards. You know? so that's how you like pick something that we don't want to. Yeah, and maybe just start with the things you don't want to write. I'd like about. to write a
0: novel of a hundred thousand words uh, in a fictional town, and that's a hospital, and it's a, it's a rom com. Who are
1: you, Penguin? Like, <laughs> are you some big no, I'm just trying to sell out? out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man. Yeah, man.
2: Selling out. Yeah, Sergey. You guys keep bringing up word count. Is this something that comes into a writer's
0: mind oh, without Apparently, pressure. because by the way, to this me- is RJ. He's in on our listening. He is uh, not a writer. He is a spectator
1: currently, <laughs> but he is a creator. Right, and, and that's that's a great question because, in my opinion, mm-hmm. I would say the answer to that question is no. But apparently, like, no. There is a is. hang up on it. Is there? But then, that's uh, also, again, we're living in different worlds where I write basically unpublished short fiction, and um, mm-hmm. essentially, besides that, it's all been screenplays where you're worried about a page count. It's not a word count at all.
0: Well, let's get um, into that, too, because. I wrote the strands of sand with, uh, or strands of sand with Tamra, uh, in November. And, and the, the goal of that was to kind of accelerate and, and, and do 50,000 words or more in the month of November for NaNoWriMo. So there are things like goals that you can do there, but it's all I
1: mean, optional. Yeah. People yeah. All, so, like, which I guess is, is. What I'm saying is the word count thing. It it is optional because, yeah, if I, for instance, I don't, I don't, and nobody do
0: judges you on anything.
1: Like,
2: it just seems like it would be very creatively limited. Yeah, like, like, absolutely, if you absolutely no write a great short story. That's yeah, why why shoot for that? Then,
0: well, there you know movies? what's funny about that is that there are there's a site called One Hundred One Words org, I believe, and I've had two stories published on there. But the 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 gimmick is that you had to have a short story that's exactly 101 words. And it's crazy because, like, when I did the two um, before I, you know, kind of, like, submitted them, I would write it, and then you would have to, like, count. Because you can't trust um, programs because sometimes programs get skewed up. You know, they get messed up. So you had to, like, literally, like, count each word to make sure it's right. But, yeah, but it is limiting. I mean, like I said earlier, when I wrote NoNet, I didn't. I didn't go, I'm going to make it this certain amount. You know, I didn't even know what the lengths of the apps were going to be. Some apps were just two to three pages. Some were 40 pages. Yeah. Just I mean, clarify, I clarify
2: the apps are the chapters of this book, right?
0: Yes. Apps, apps are, the chapters are apps. They're called apps. And uh, the reason why I named that not only just the conception, the conception of it, the conceptual thing of it, but it's, it's also that. The way I looked at it is apps, re, you know, actual apps on stores like iTunes Store and whatever, they all vary in sizes. So that's how the apps in the book are. They all vary in size.
1: They all come in shape and size, right. different shape, sizes. So, so, yeah, word count shouldn't matter. It so, really shouldn't. yeah. So for this instance, I'm going to say that for us, word count shouldn't. Be in our thought process here no. as, we're, as we're brainstorming. And we
0: shouldn't years. even say it's going to be a short story or a novel. We should just, uh what we should do is just write it and see where it takes us. Yeah, well, yeah you have That's to come up best. with the
1: idea first. Yes. Unless, unless you're, again, because the only time you're talking about really having to follow these guidelines is if you're writing for a competition or writing for, uh, to enter it, to be submitted, to be mm-hmm. published. So if you're If you're listening to this introduction to the process, you're probably not to that step at all, and you know it's not a good place to start. Um, If you you, if you're writing, you should always just start writing for you, and figure it out from there. So for what we're kind of trying to do, we're just trying to come up with an idea, something that we can get passionately behind, you know, enough to the point where we'll talk about it once a week and put it on air and and do what we can to kinda of help budding writers come up with some ideas for how they might work through a story.
0: Well the way I'd like to get an idea right now is is try to figure out because the way that uh I did the co-author, the Strange of Stan, I did the man section, she did the woman section, and then we collaborated on everything after that. So after those two parts it almost went up to a hundred pages and then after that we collaborated and then we just basically tag team. So um, I know you were talking about earlier, like, you know, you do this part, you do this scene, you do that. but with with a tag team, it is a very a fine line because you had to get in that ebb and flow. love it. so so almost like you have to base your idea with another person with a with a team off of how you're gonna write it. You know what I mean? Like, do we put a two man? Do we have like a story, let's say, of like a car breaks down in the desert and then you know like uh you know it's a guy and a girl um, and they just broke up but they're you know what I mean like you know what I mean like so there be a I, story. Have an,
1: I have an idea because it mm-hmm. fits right into what you're saying and I always thought it might be difficult to write on my own anyway okay. so I always wanted a story where you you get the story from Almost every character in the story's point of view except the protagonist. Like, the story is about okay. a character, but you get your information based on him walking into a donut shop and there being two people sitting at a bar or sitting at a counter, and they see him come in and then they start a dialogue. You build it. the world of the protagonist. You, know I mean? you through build the other world characters. around the protagonist. and From you want the never wants... preliminary character. Yeah, and then maybe at the very last chapter. The very last chapter is that person's okay. perspective or okay. something, something like that. And that gives us a chance to split it. I like that. To divvy up the work, as you would say. Well, you know, I'd be down because... It's always cause... a different perspective anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter that it's a different voice. Okay, and kind of divvy
0: sense. up each each character, kind of like if there's ten characters, we I take five sections and you take five, but they all build around a protagonist yeah. that
1: we speak of. And right, and I wouldn't like do that. it numerically, so to speak. Like okay. Yeah, exactly. Once we came up with the idea, yeah, we'd take the number and just split it in half. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wouldn't start out by saying we need to come up with 10 characters yeah I'd because that's come up with a character list and then split that list in half yes um
2: so i mean is that, I like that, is that a sort of
1: i'm interested because uh, in i'm all about trying to find different ways to tell a story you know different ways to utilize perspective to tell a story to help people understand that so much of life is how you choose to view it Okay. And, and this is and what better way to sort of kind of get that out there than telling a story about someone without ever really getting their side of it you I kind of walked through you know and I also
0: but I also kind of like uh, the idea I just my mind started going off on this deserted like kind of like Arizona desert setting where, like let's say you had a guy, and you could say this sucks or whatever, but I'm like going in this. I love uh, the, digging the
1: confidence. Well, yeah, I mean this is gonna <laughs> be a sucks. this is gonna be a New York Times bestseller. I have to give you my disclaimer before I give you mine. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: but uh, but um, like let's say uh, a man and a woman are driving a car. They're cross country. She just found out, um. Through like getting in his phone that he's been cheating on her or whatever, and she but she wants to work it out. But she fucked his car up and put like some like she she fucked up the engine right. She put something in I don't know what we can figure that out later. But when they go on a trip together, the car breaks down. But he he was planning on breaking up with her, but she fucked his car up, and then the whole uh, story could be them arguing. And talking about infidelity and then, you know, is he an asshole, is she an asshole? And then you find out their relationship. Does this suck or does is it good?
1: I mean, I think it's a good idea. I personally don't want to write that because I I there's a reason I've been staying out of relationships lately and it's to work on on art and so I don't really want to spend (laughs) one day a week making up a fake shitty relationship. Also, at that point, one of us would have to be the girl.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. And okay, let's just make them both. Uh, yeah. Let's yeah, just and, make let's make them conflict. both mad. Hashtag and so, what me. I was going was for something <laughs> a little bit more open than that, because what you're talking Mysterious. about is cool, but that's literally only two perspectives still. I'm talking about yeah, telling a story. it's a simple setting. Anywhere from let's say four to eight perspectives, where it's like we're talking about this guy you. Finding out about this guy by you, you find those a chapter, shreds of information. a chapter of his boss setting him in and talking to him, and it's from the boss's perspective. And so you, but it's okay, all first me, person point of view. Can I can so I do like plot twist dialogue. with this
0: idea, or should we not talk about maybe hash out some spoilers for our made up story here? Like I mean, I... no, there
1: shouldn't be spoilers. Oh, okay, so we're like we're just hashing so out, yeah, so yeah, yeah. so people can there. see it. If it's there, well, it's what there. if
0: what if we? Because I really do find that idea of yours intriguing about. You know, we uh, an un you know an unspecified amount of people are the are the preliminary characters, but they they feel the story and they run it. But they're talking about this man that you really never meet, but you learn more about, right? Yeah, and he's but the then, main
1: character. of yes, The story yes. will be about him exactly, you'll be following him throughout the day, but you'll never get his point of view on things. But you know until what's the cool? Very end.
0: You know, it'd be a good ending on something like that. Is is you build him up? You don't know if he's good or bad but then you find out how all these people are connected and it could be something like they all work together and then at the end of the make it really dark and then at the end of the fucking book or short story or whatever like he just shoots them all up and kills everybody and then it's over and then he commits suicide well that is a way isn't that awesome that would be a very interesting story because what i'm saying is you could make it very discreet you have like maybe whatever amount of characters right you feel the story And he's a nice guy, or he has a little trouble, or whatever. You can hash it out for however you see fit. And then at the end, when you go to his perspective, his first person perspective, he's going to work. He's had enough. And this would be realistic for these times because people are going crazy here and there. And then you would have a guy just unload on all the people. And then in the narrative, you could say, All those characters that you invested with, in a way I think that would be effective because you would have the characters that you invested with while, like you said, learning about the protagonist, so-called protagonist, and he turns into the antagonist all at the same time and kills all of them and then kills himself. And then we could figure out why he would do that or leave a mystery and just show that life happens when it happens. You
1: know what I mean? Right, yeah. Um... I don't know. It's just funny when this whole thing started way back when I was the dark one, and that's just funny. To and me. I'm turning and the dark. One. One. It's just like. But, think, you, but if you think you about just it, jump right the, off the bat with that like, yeah, that let's twist. Have it just fucking kill everybody, and I'm like, oh. Well, but great. see, but
0: but you would, but <laughs> but we would have to do it in a way. The only way that that would work is if you really made it seem almost pedestrian, still interesting, but pedestrian. Like it's a very interesting, interconnected, tale. But then at the end, it just gets bleak, and but but then you can almost keep it mysterious. Why did it happen? And then the lesson of life is, well, shit just happens. You know what I mean? Things just happen sometimes. So yeah, I mean that. I mean it's just one story suggestion. I mean you could take it either way, or you can make him a really great guy. You could do whatever you want.
1: Right? Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's still we're still in the opening stage. I mean, we're I, in the cocoon. If you're, if you're Cool with that idea, we can go ahead and go with that premise and start to work forward and try to figure well, out. I mean, what if, it is if that you like it,
0: if you like it or don't, you know, you don't think it's Well, I mean, as,
1: as far as like, are, are we in agreement that we want to do, uh, um, have it be from a bunch of different perspectives? And yeah, the said, yeah so, stated, okay, I'm down with end. Oh, I said, yeah, I said, I'm down with that. So we, at least we have that to work with. And, and you I never
0: think. hear a word from the protagonist, the man in question. You never hear anything (laughs) from him from his own mouth. It's everybody else talking about him or discussing. Well, maybe
1: you might not be able to never hear a word, but, you know, maybe it's pretty, like, some simple stuff. Because, like, for instance, one one of the examples I was going to have was, like, to have him be in a meeting with his boss. Okay. Maybe you don't get much other than, like, a yes, sir. I I think it would be really, really difficult to have him be mute unless you have it be constantly... People observing him in places, but then it also would add another. But way. to me, that would like, be why interesting. Is everybody talking about this?
0: Dude? But to me, that would be interesting in a way because it would be almost challenging, to where you don't have him talk. But then at the last chapter, it's like, oh my god, I'm in, I'm in his perspective. Yeah, you know okay, what I mean. Well, like like I'm dropped in Plus,
1: you I
0: can't think of a novel that is done.
2: What's that? Arthur? I was going to say, just find me at the end of this. But what if? Again, I love the idea of no, like, clear protagonist. Yeah, like Everybody a mystery. Of him, but what if the only snippets you heard from him were, like, the snippet of the cashier as he was yes. sitting in the store? That kind of Like, thing. have a great day. Or yeah, that kind here's of your bullshit that other people I like that. in your story would have heard him say, but not actually from See, his viewpoint. you'd be right, like a like, beta I'm saying, reader. like, yes
1: sir and no sir and yes. bosses okay. and stuff like that. Okay, and I like then, that. So, yeah, what you're saying is is he is he the the yeah, reader. I with a beta reader right yeah. now. That's it's Big good. Time. Big time. That's good.
0: Wow. That's good. I like this idea, and and the thing about it is, um, I've read a lot of books, and I can't think of a novel, short story, or whatever that has been told in that certain way, because in a way that's very, that's very um challenging to do, but it's very mysterious, interesting. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm down for that. That that adds another layer to it. It's going to make it very interesting. Um.
0: And you could call the book something like a gray area or something like that. You could figure out titles, but that's down the line. Like you could figure out something.
1: Right. Again, you can use gray area as the working title for now. So you have something to reference it to because I won't. I don't. To me, I think it's best to end it, to title it. For instance, like I didn't have the idea, I didn't think, oh, my God, I'm going to write this short story coming to terms, and it's yes. just like, I like this. it came it was like, me. no, I was like, ah, here's the message I want to tell in this short story, and then, when I was done with the short story, I thought, okay, well, what's a way for me to sort of have a misleading title, but once you understand the story, and then you read the title again, you're like, oh.
0: Well, you want to hear that? something really funny, is, uh, I don't think I've ever told you this, but, um, Net wasn't my original choice, um, I, I pride myself on, I wanna get every single title that I have, it's never been used before. Cause there are a lot of books that come out that are like the same, you know yeah. what I mean? Like like Eve, and there's like a hundred Eve's, like, you know what I mean? It's like, so my original title for on NoNet was offline. And then I actually searched no. it on online mm-hmm. and on Amazon. And there was a really cool short story, which I haven't read yet, but I'm going to, um, called offline. And it's, it's um, like this girl, something horrible happened to her, but the authorities get her Facebook account and the messages and show her talking to this guy that ended up like, I can't remember if he like raped her or killed her. And it's like a mysterious, like, almost like a Clearfield thing. Like, this is what we found here. And it's like that. And it's like a 50 page story. So when I saw that that was named offline, I was like, well, shit. And then I thought, what would be another cool thing. And then the reason why I came up with no net was I, I did you ever see that movie called the trigger effect where the, or like everybody lost their power and then people kind of like got angry. It was like in the mid nineties. It's with Kyle McLaughlin. No, I haven't seen it. Well, it's like the power goes out and then shows people kind of relying on it and, and things break down a little bit. It's kind of like an indie movie a little bit, but, uh, I always thought of like, you know, when the power is out, like, you know, you got no power, like, no power. And I figure like when the internet's out, you know, people would go out and be like, you have no net? Like, no, I have no net. And then, and then okay. it's also a thing yeah. of it's a double, it's, you can take it for two different ways. No net is also means there's no net to break the fall. Like, you're going to oh, fucking gotcha, crumble.
1: Gotcha. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So, so yeah, well, yeah. the moral of the story is. You don't need to name it at the beginning. Absolutely, you find it later. Yeah, you wait, wait until you have some
0: so meaning to work around. So let's hash out the process here because the process of creating we have essentially, and this is no bullshit. This is literally just happened on the fly, and we already have a palpable idea, which is very interesting. And it's funny because when you put me on the spot here, and and I was drawing a blank, and then when you suggested that, then I started thinking, and that's. We just started spitballing and now I feel like we have an idea that we really could explore and it's limitless.
1: And that's that's usually how it how it works for me. You especially yeah. in groups, just start throwing some ideas out there. And, there are no bad ideas in brainstorming. And let me just say if anyone hates it, you gotta get comfortable enough to just even skin. stop giving disclaimers to be like, This idea might be shit, but I'm going to pitch it to you as if I think it's the greatest idea I've ever had because you need to at least pitch it with some energy because if you don't, if you don't believe it, as you're pitching it to me, you've already put me off to it. You're like, if yeah. you say like, feel free to reject this. despite not being good. You've already put that idea in my head. You've right. Already, like if you if you walk up to me like all shy, like you just broke something. So you're saying kitchen, that
0: stranded story you know, would be the greatest story ever if I didn't say that. <laughs> right. You know, so I mean, no, I'm just, I'm just
1: saying like just in general. Yeah, but uh, um, it, it's good to start getting that way.
0: May I just I just want to add again about the the dark ending. Is is that I think the only reason it would be very effective is because if we did a good job building the characters and are in and around his life um, in a very in a unique way, it would be very it would be quite impactful at the end if they were all just you know like just unloaded on and just like you have this dark ending you're like why did this happen and maybe it would be cool to not even explain it. Or give a little few, like, maybe you could give kind of dangerous, like, you know, like forewarning, like, throughout the book that there may be a problem or he's difficult at work or something, but you don't know how they're all connected, you know what I mean? And then at the end, it all comes together, you know, some way like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that that could work. I... um
0: but I'm not married to the dark ending, so if you, <laughs> right. I wanted to
1: at least try to explore any and all possibilities before I get married to that one, just because I spend so much of my own time in a dark place. Again, it's like, yeah, you and it's to... like you really have, have cracked me. in the I have an of twice where it's like first you like yeah let's let's do a book about a relationship, and I'm like oh my god, <laughs> just tie me from the roof, and then it's like yeah let's do something dark, and I'm like oh man, but that's kind of like all I ever do. Um, maybe. Yeah, but...
0: Okay, at the end of the book, he goes to Disneyland, and Right. it's all happy. Well, I
1: mean, you try... Okay, all right, way well, to be an extremist on that. That's, just that's like a typical, idea. like, liberal argument right there. Like, oh, you don't want the story to be about murdering people, so well, why don't we just make them all suck lollipops and give each other high five? I'm you just kidding. Like No, I know, yeah. I'm just uh, trying to have some fun with it, but yeah. there, it's not like there's no middle ground in between oh, they're absolutely killing be. every single person that thus validating all the negative things. You know it would be fun? My whole point was to have a bunch of different perspectives about this person to where you really don't know you don't what to expect case. from them. And then so, it, you know, that's why I'm not going to jump right into the idea of him blowing well, you would, them all away because that's not the most – there could be something more intriguing absolutely. than that.
0: Absolutely. Or you could have it end really ironic and just weird, like where, like, they go go to him on the final, we go to him on the final chapter and it's like you expect this epic like explanation of this man that you read all about and then he just like stubs his toe or something and he just says like fuck and the book's over and you're like what the hell and like like you yeah. alienate everybody i was
1: thinking more along the lines of like maybe we paint we go towards your idea and that. then in the last chapter, you think it's him going through to do something crazy. And it's and maybe something miniscute. He, like, inadvertently is just, like, wrong place, wrong time. And he <laughs> ends it, and, like, he gets caught up in it. Okay. But not necessarily that he did it, but, like, maybe that that's how it ends for him. Or maybe, you know, he right. has some sort of, like, ex machina, like, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Almost. Maybe I wouldn't even call it cliche, but some sort of just like I guess ex machina's way to put it. Yeah, yeah like, have yeah. him incidentally stop something. Like have him, have him have this meaningful death that actually, you know, like he a, dies a hero. Yeah, he he dies a hero. He goes from being just like whatever he pictures, you and then get. oh, I had a great idea then, too yeah. just now.
0: Like you could have it end like that, but then you have almost like a, a back end final little chapter, a wrap around, and you could reveal. That all these people know him from work, and they're all at work talking about his death and saying how great he is. But then one guy goes, "Yeah, yeah, but that fucker owed me twenty bucks." Oh yeah, see, and I wouldn't, feel I wouldn't like even would... go. See, I, I like the epilogue
1: they're yeah. Talking about, like a post-see, I don't like doing. Like that you to would end it like, right when he I'm dies. I'm fucking done, man. Like, there's no like. Oh, well, it would be a part oh, of the story. I'm, I'm done. No, I'm not. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah. Happy to wrap it up, here's the to me, that's just like. Uh, Basically, slowly. what you're saying
0: is when you climax, you climax. Yeah,
1: it's like just. Yeah, you fucking know, sleep. You don't want to come back for the last two dribbles at the yeah. end. <laughs> I, like, it's the of the yeah. I'd rather Nobody. TV, everybody says pre-come,
0: but not post-come. I like,
1: like to give you like. It. At, Story as like a clip jump. I want to leave you right at that point where your feet are now off the ground, right? And you have to come to terms with what you just did. But I, I don't take it all the way down. But see, the the great um, thing
0: about this this little idea is that it really can go anywhere, and that's what intrigues me about it, especially with my imagination. Right. So the we could take is it anywhere. We'll be
1: wrapping up here in five minutes or so. Yeah. The reality is, is that we will come back to it next time. Okay. With a list of ideas that we've kind of thought through, that's and then yes, sir. I'm sorry,
2: Finish finished your wrap up there. I was trying to be real quiet about that. I had some questions for you once you wrapped up your, your thoughts on the story you guys are building because I like, definitely don't want to interrupt it? that process. It sounds fucking awesome. Right on. I just had some questions as somebody that might be looking to write. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, really right. have anything out there. But you guys, you haven't plotted out your ending of this book yet, but do you guys ever struggle to end your, your writing? You you finished Net. Yeah. Did you, have a, did you have an issue figuring out where you were going to end that I, book? I had
0: the ending um, – I had the ending immediately, uh, and I think uh, Kevin can attest, no spoilers because you haven't read it yet, but the way it ends is very full circle. In fact, the opening paragraph is so reminiscent to the opening paragraph of the last app is very similar in... Retrospect to yeah. the beginning and, and of you had that. that plot of oh, me. yeah. And, and it was one of those things where while we have talked about this idea here and we're spitballing here and figuring out what we're going to do just for fun, um, and we're not married to any idea with Nonet, when I figured out, I knew certain things. I knew I wanted to start it out with, you know, the man and the woman, and then the night before. And then I knew I wanted to visit certain areas. And I won't say what happened in the final app. But I knew I wanted to go there, okay. and I knew that I wouldn't ever change from that. And 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 I was told by many people that's the only way I could have ended it in okay. a way because it does. I think Kevin stated this on I believe the Nona interview where you said it's it's like satisfying, but it does open up the door definitely for another round.
1: Yeah, well, that's what you want to go for is like yes. if it's first installment of. A Series, you know, you want to try to make it to where it's its own complete thing, but yeah. also it gives you just like that So you plan yeah. this as a series? Though. Oh, yeah, I
0: plan it. It's there's gonna be two more
1: okay. and I and
0: I basically told uh, Kevin The whole setup of the next one. Yeah, he's he, one of the he, only ones I know
1: back to the uh, the Original question where where I'm at with it. There are times where if I'm lucky I'll think of the ending first yeah like if i'm lucky i'll i'll think of a message and work my way around the story work my story around a message but there have been times like for instance there was this episodical i had on my old blog that the idea was i'd write one part it would be a collection of micro stories to make one short story that would be maybe about 40 pages Mm -hmm. and it was it was my homage to like the original idea of what james bond was supposed to be it was the original because james bond was supposed to just be like this average dude That was the the original idea behind those books was just to be the most average special agent there were in the world yeah and so i took like the original james bond idea and mixed it with uh jason Bourne, where this guy who had all i tell you in the beginning is he had a head injury and five years ago that allowed gave him a big government payout so he didn't have to work anymore but you would then would come to find out that he had been a spy and that people were coming after him. But he has no recollection of how to do any of that stuff, and he's a great, he's a giant pussy. He's just a huge, he, like, dives under a bench when he, there's a, a scene I have where there's a jogger coming, and the guy goes to, like check his pulse, and the, the dude dives under a bench because he thinks the jogger's going to kill him. And it's like, so it's, but to get to that, I, I got, I think, three or four parts out where I did it, and then it has never been finished because I, I got tied up in conflicting ideas on how I should end it and what story I wanted to tell. And then I just moved on. My goal is to come back to it now that we have a new outlet for short stories and yeah. I have a place to where I can say, Hey, look, I want to re-edit the originals and then uh, add, add the ending and then put it all out as one yeah. thing. It's, but so yeah. And it, it really depends. Sometimes you will change the ending three or four times. Sometimes you already know how yeah. it's going to begin, okay. and begin and end. Sometimes, some stories will a good, a, a, an interesting technique is ending, is beginning a story where it ends. So okay. once you come up with the end, like, like a Carlito's Way was a movie that started in the last scene. Yes. And then when it gets to the end, you get right. like five extra minutes past that first <laughs> scene. So it's like, you know, holy shit! Because by the time you get to the climax, you're like, oh fuck! I kind of forgot that that's how the story started. And all, yeah, ra- and yeah, all writers yeah. and
0: creators are different. Like, right. um, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, Stephen King, like, a lot of times he said he would just start out with the predicament, the premise, and like, let's put these characters essentially in a paper bag and see them get out. And then he would write it as he goes. Yeah. Um, I can't do that. I'm more of like, I have the beginning, the ending, and then the middle. I just kind of have some mile markers, but I just let it expand and I experiment.
2: That's the reason I asked about. And again, I hope I didn't distract from your guys. Oh no, not at all. You also, added to it because that sounds fucking crazier than anything else that I could ask. But that's <laughs> why I asked about word limits earlier. The way my imagination works is, I start, and then I would like to see how my own imagination works. Yeah. And all this shit happening. I didn't know how people that actually had written a novel or people that wanted to pursue that. Well, see, a like, lot of like, people. Out.
0: A lot of people that, and there are a lot of people that really limit themselves with. Like you said, it's not good if people like focus on. Word counts, but there are a lot of people out there that like I'm going to write a seventy-five thousand word novel and I'm going to stick to it. And if I can't do it, I'm a failure. And that's crazy. Yeah. Like, why would you think you that? have enough
1: of that stuff to do with that work? <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: like, right. like, but, but people try to to self discipline mentally like to the extreme. And you art know? is
1: not really something. I mean, don't get me wrong. You have to there. You don't just give up every time you run into yeah. a problem, either. yeah, you, you know, don't be on either end of the spectrum, but it's really, it's not something you should really be terribly hard on yourself with, uh, which again, is advice everyone will give you, every writer will give you that advice, and every single writer is a hypocrite about that. As I as the, words you, come, as the words <laughs> come out of my mouth, I know that I'm lying to you, because I no one is a harder critic of my work than me. Yeah. But at the same time, it's good to try to remember and keep that in perspective, like, hey, man, just chill out. You, you can only really get better at this. The writing's <laughs> not going anywhere. And
0: especially when you co-author, like, you know, Kevin and I are about to partake in that. Um, if you've noticed when he was – when when we were, ha- were breaking the story or hashing this out, um, when he situated that and pitched it, I didn't say – I you know, a lot of control freaks with writing would be like, okay, well – well, let's do a short story or do you want to do a novel or what do we want to do like like to me i i i couldn't um care less about whatever happens with the story as long as it's fucking intriguing yeah. yeah yeah and so if we write a story of this idea because the this story and this premise is one of those premises where at first it hits you like oh that's cool but when you think about more of what you can do it as a writer it's very powerful and uh, so I really don't care if it's 10,000 words, 40, 50, 100. Yeah, I don't right, care. Right. I could do anything.
2: That's what I love most about a book over a painting as far as artists mm-hmm. go because there's so many different routes it can take, yeah. so many different ways to perceive it. Like your creative vision is so open to other people's input and things like that. With a painting, if you if you put everybody's input into it, it wouldn't look right. But right. With a book... You can take, you yeah. guys can both paint the picture together and make something beautiful if you're not so interested in control of the the matter itself and yeah. in what is interesting. And I don't what think tells we story, would
0: we would have a power struggle. I think yeah. it would just be Kevin would want the
1: best and I would want the best for the project. Right. And then just like, if, for instance, to what you've said, um, I. Uh, I prefer stories, and I prefer to write stories where I, I don't ever tell you the race, or you know, anything past the gender. Yes. I will. I might describe them as, as having long, beautiful hair. That's about it. I'm not gonna tell you what color it is. I'm not yeah. gonna tell you what color their eyes are. I might tell you their eyes are, were piercing. People every get once hung so up while, on. And once in a while, I might throw a detail in, like a color of the eyes or something, but nothing that. So that way, whoever's reading it, Make it's commercial. not. And that's. It's not about me being PC. That's about me trying to appeal yeah. to an open audience. So that way. My yeah. goal is what to, I make the outline, and you tell the yeah. freaking story in your own brain. You yeah. just sort of That's a good along. point, because I All never... the details are yours, you know. Yeah. yours to do with... I don't go
0: mean. out of my way to say, like, this girl's white. Or, yeah. you know, like, this is a Hispanic. If it you matters know? to I mean, like, the story because yeah.
2: a white chick is described, then maybe. But if it allows the reader to put themselves in that protagonist's know, You know, you know what's
0: funny it. about that is I, I don't go out of my way to describe a person's appearance, because I feel like... When I read a story, if when somebody goes out of the way to describe that, um, I'm picturing the character in my own image anyway. anyway it yeah. doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It matter. really doesn't. Yeah. Like the people that go over, really <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, there there are writers that like do like the worst offense, and they they like, ooh, this character is in front of a mirror, and then they go off and describe everything. It's like it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. You're going to picture it the way you want to, and everybody will picture it differently.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, I
0: essentially.
1: Yeah, everybody has their own voice. I I don't understand the control freak of the giving the fool, but some people like to be that descriptive. And for some people, that is their strength. There are people that can't write very good dialogue. So if they mm-hmm. want to be able to get their ideas out, they're going to have to vividly describe everything to you and try to paint mental pictures for you. So that way you're still busy. You're still busy focusing on what the room looks like as you skim through the decent dialogue. Yeah. And, and you that's play with the tools, you know, you play, you work with the tools and your toolbox. Yeah, yes.
0: And that's, that's why people, a lot of people sip through things like, Oh, this guy's describing this house for like two pages. Who cares? Like that turns you off. You know what I mean? Um, I go, like, maybe a paragraph or two tops to describe either a place or a person or a setting, and right. then I keep it moving. Like, because we'll that's up. the story that I want to read. Okay. So exactly. that's how I write. Exactly. Yeah. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. I think that's Kevin is, has the, the same ideology.
2: Yeah, and I like that, that you guys were saying, like, fuck the critics, basically. Yeah. This isn't your guys' words, but at fuck first, the critics. But I'm also my own biggest critic because you guys are writing a story that you guys would really yeah. want to read. Oh, I'll so honestly you're writing for care. for yourselves, but hoping that other people will appreciate and be able to insert themselves in your own And believe me,
0: you drive. go writing into into just game. for
1: yourself writing your journal. Yeah. Like I have one of those. I <laughs> yes. have stuff that I write that literally is just for me. But
0: but let cool. me tell you, if you, you if
1: you're putting it out there, yeah, yeah you want it to be enjoyable. So cool. yeah, but it's still that same flight of you can't live and die on what somebody else is going to think. And of
0: that's true, but you and you do go into the game when you it's like game time, like you upload and you're like, okay, no matter what happens, it's cool. But then when you get your first bad review it fucks you up a little oh, bit. No you're, matter you're, what. You're because if you right, care about yeah, it, but if you, it's like your child. It's yeah, your you book, know, baby. You mm-hmm. know, like, how dare they, like, say that? They have no idea how hard it And then you take it personally, but then you get over it after time. And now, you know, if, if I got a bad review right now for No Net, I would live.
1: And I'm just, yeah, fast. you guys put yourself in the other perspective. That's something that's so hard for us to do. Just remember, yes. you don't love everything put in front of your eyes either. And yes. I guarantee you, the three people sitting here have at one point in time talked mad shit about a performing oh, artist. Oh, yeah. That they just weren't, just because we didn't want to type it up you know, on yeah. the keyboard, if somebody had been recording us on their phones, you know what I mean? They would yeah. Have been out there. Well, in closing. So it's not like we don't talk shit about, you know, so it's yeah. bound to come back to you. Well, I
0: mean, in closing, I mean, in my opinion, you know, art is such a precious thing because let's say when we're long gone, when we're dead. Somebody could discover my book, our book when it's out, your right. book, and they could love it. We're dead. It's a great book. Like, like they get yeah, affected. something to
1: leave behind. People yes. are still
0: reading Poe, Bukowski, Bradbury, and they love it. They're dead. Like, yeah. So, like their words live on. You know what I mean? And
1: uh, yeah, this has been a great then, episode. This too. has been this has been great, man. I do. I have to get it wrapped up because there's yes. two left on the network schedule for tonight. Preliminary but episode have, of Right. So guide. we we will get Noah and I will be back on Right. Let me shake your soon. hand. Is this agreed uh, upon? Yep, yep. All right. Sorry. We might not be in the same room next time. We might be just going over Google Hangout. We could trade uh, off, yeah, I me mean, figure well, it out. you have a laptop, right? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. It's got a camera. Chromebook, yeah. Chromebook, Chromebook that's right. all you need. I'm sure that's all you need. You can do it on I, Sean will be on his phone later. When we and do I am in a mental so,
0: contract with you. I do believe in this little story that has uh, kind of been born from this on the fly, because we... I swear that we didn't talk about this before. We haven't
1: talked in about two weeks before yesterday. Yeah, not yet. No. But so, yeah. so I have one last question for you guys. It's unrelated, but it, it pertains to me because I have an, a, a pilot podcast coming up for the Bad Dinner Guest Sports Show. And we still have yet to come to a name for it because okay. you know all your quirky sports names like Out of Bounds are already taken. Well, wait a second. So a Hold up. First. Let <laughs> me point
0: something out. Maybe it should be like a book. You do it, and then you title it after it's done. Yeah, well, that's they what we're going to have to do, oh, yeah.
1: because I'm going be, to be going live here in about 15, 15 Oh, yeah, you're minutes, not going to have time. I don't even have – I have barely enough time to get – I'm going to get to Lou, so so people, Dude, yeah. interesting people will hear about uh, interesting people. Lou will be on Twitch live streaming his Fallout game again. While I sit next to him and uh, chat with Sean about sports. You and later tonight, we will be getting on the uh, Bad Dinner Guest flagship Can I say
0: one last thing? You have had a podcast bukaki today. Yeah, <laughs> You've been everywhere doing it, and you're still stopping. At least I'm going to leave now. I mean, I've done, we did the interview, and then we did uh, yeah. Bread and Circus, and now we do this. Got, got two more. Keep, you got, have two more. I've
1: got two more. So, Jeez. yeah. I so you're not that. done
0: being sprayed on. <laughs>
1: no, uh, <laughs> I am not, not hitting so, so yeah, so any thoughts, guys, for a sports show? Um,
0: okay. Like a name I'm, of it. It's got to fit
1: the bad dinner guest sort of mantra. Put Let's it, call it sports, it sports shit. shit. Sports <laughs> shit. That's <laughs> <Sports laughs> <shit. laughs> Homers, that's got to be one. Um,
2: that's the thing about like, the water industry, the street. <laughs> um, yeah, right. The Yeah, yeah. Let's
0: see. What type of name are you trying to get, like, a funny name? Just something just that anything. says
1: that we're quirky um, when we talk about the odd parts of sports. Because just like anything else we do here, it's not just cut and dry. Broad, Although, broadcast journalists. No. <laughs> well, you know what? I will spare I'll spare the audience more. Yes, yes, contributors. You guys can join us live here again on the Bad Dinner Guest channel here in about 20 30 minutes for our yet to be named sports <laughs> podcast.
2: Oh, broadcast crew, listen.
1: Bro, yeah. BJ's. So yeah, the X on just